You're listening to the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye. Hyderabad are now out of the running for the playoffs this season after a 34-run loss to Gujarat on Monday night in Ahmedabad. A win that takes Hardik Pandya's team makes Hardik Pandya's team the first to qualify. for the next stage of the tournament the first innings was quite eventful with shubman gill scoring his maiden ton and in the tournament and bhuvneshwar kumar picking a fifer leading to gujarat posting 188 for 9 in reply hanrik klassen was a lone batter with any substantial uh, contribution as such as hyderabad finished at 154 for 9 with me of course is ayaz memon ayaz uh, with a performance like this not really surprised that hyderabad the second team to be eliminated sort of out of the running Yeah I mean look I think it was a disappointing performance by Hyderabad but we got used to it isn't it this season uh very fleetingly they've looked a very competitive side but by and large they've looked a very a side which is beleaguered uh, not enough heft in the batting not enough heft in the bowling low bhuvneshwar picked up five wickets today but against a team like Gujarat Titans the defending champions uh sorry I'll say that again but against a team like Gujarat the defending champions they needed to pull out something extraordinary which which didn't happen today so you know Gujarat deserving winners i think more and more they are providing evidence of why they are such a strong team and the team to beat you know uh, 100 by shubman gill four wickets apiece for mohammad shami and mohit sharma and surprise surprise no wicket at all for rashid khan despite that they won so handsomely Okay, I'll just take you all through the scores. Hyderabad needed a win tonight to stay, uh, you know, have a chance to reach the playoffs from their ninth position in the points table, and it started well for them. Movie sending back Saha in the first over. Sai Sudarshan and Shubman Gill then defied all bowlers to stitch together a 147-run second wicket stand. Fazal Haq Farooqi was smashed for four back-to-back boundaries by Gill in the fourth over, as the two got the team to 147 for one in 14 overs. Marco Jensen finally got. a breakthrough sending back sudarshan on 47 a wicket fell on each of the next three overs but gill soldiered on and scored his maiden ton in the tournament of 56 deliveries gujarat's wickets though kept falling with four in the final over bowled by bhuvi one though was a run out as he finished with five for 30 and gujarat posted 188 for 9 in reply hyderabad's chase never really took off hundred class and top scored for his team with 64 uh, and the second high score was bhuvneshwar kumar's Uh, as the team uh, scored 154 for 9 in their 20 overs losing by 34 runs shami and mohit sharma like sir said picked up four wickets each uh, i asked as always let's start with you know you telling us who your player of the match was well i think it would be shubman gill because he his 100 gave the, the the you know the wherewithal for for gujarat to defend it very strongly which they did uh, barring a lone hand played by classen he's done that consistently throughout the season at least the latter half but not enough support for him and then gujarat have the bowlers in mohammad shami rashid khan mohit sharma more and more he's been the surprise package for them uh, and for the tournament this season but without shubman's 100 without gill's 100 you know if they finished at 150 160 it could have been a different story but this is all you know ifs and buts i think one has to accept that gujarat were overwhelmingly superior to to hyderabad in in, uh, in this match You know, actually, you said without Shubman's uh, century, without Shubman's century and Sai Sudarshan's forty-seven, there was not much in the way of contribution from the rest of the batting order. There were like five ducks. Hardik scored eight, Miller made seven, Rahul Tiwari had three, Shanaka made nine. So you know, I mean, that's a little bit of a concern for the team. 
Yeah, I think I think as a uh, Gujarat lost their way a bit in the batting. There's no doubt about that. But they had got off to a very sound start, you know, with that partnership between uh, Sai Kishore and Shubman Gill. So they were never under threat of being bowled out for 150, 160. They could have finished with 220. They finished with far fewer than that. But it was enough uh, for this Hyderabad team, which really hasn't settled down at all this season. So I think they got enough runs on the board thanks to Shubman Gill, and therefore, I, I, in my opinion, he is my man of the match. Okay, I just want to also talk about Bhuvneshwar Kumar. Uh, like I said, picked up five wickets. You know, wickets at both end of Gujarat's innings actually for in the first over, and then I think uh, three in the last, including that run out. Just wanted to ask you because I know Hyderabad have named him vice captain in the past. I think uh, I think the season Warner wasn't there. He was named captain this time also. But you do feel like a little bit of a leadership responsibility would have gone in his favor this time, or what do you know of just his personality that maybe you know being named captain maybe didn't work, wouldn't have worked in like you know with just the way he is. That's a very interesting question, Mendra, because uh, you know he's a senior enough player. He's been around for a long, long while. He's been with this franchise for a very long time. Enough number of matches played for them, for India, etc. And I, I think somewhere, if, if if the leadership qualities either they've not been evident or he's not expressed them strongly enough, you know, whatever the case might be, uh, why isn't he the captain? That's a good question to ask. You know, he has to ask that himself. The franchise has, the owners have to ask of. themselves as well as as of the player because they've had Warner they've had Williamson the constant factor has been Bhuvneshwar they've had Aidan Markram now and uh, he's just not got the leadership in the mantle for himself will it happen the next season we don't know uh, you know it could be a question of personality because his performance otherwise he's he's the he's amongst their best bowlers there's no question about that That's true. Just going back to Gujarat now, you know, just as far as the individual performing as a team, obviously they're they're, they're doing extremely well. They they're pretty much only the only team who who are slated to reach that twenty point mark this season, as was as they did last season as well. You know, even as far as individual performances go, they have what Shubman in the top three of the highest run scorers this season. They have two, uh, you know, Shami and Rashid in the you know top three of the highest wicket takers. Uh, you know, just peaking at the right time, and it's just you know everything's just falling together. for them very beautifully isn't it yeah i mean apart from a minor blip in somewhere in the middle of the tournament where they lost a couple of matches they've been you know in 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 prime form in top form right through actually uh, the only thing which i feel has happened in the last maybe 5 6 matches is they haven't got too many runs from hardik uh, or or too many wickets from him so heading into the playoffs and i'm sure they'll finish in the top 2 there's no question now uh they they just need a little more from their captain in terms of wickets and runs not about the his leadership but otherwise they look fabulous you know in, in, in the, the entire unit looks so much in form yes uh there were not too many runs from tiwatia and miller and some of the others in this match but otherwise they've got saha making runs and shubman gill and you know sai kishore now miller and rashid khan also coming up with runs as well as wickets mohammad shami mohit sharma Noor Ahmed, you know, I mean, this is a team to beat. This just got, you know, just ticks all the boxes, and I find uh, I'll be very surprised if they lose, uh, if they lose tamely to anybody. Look, this is T20; anything can happen in the playoffs. But this is my team to beat, Gujarat. 
just hyderabad maybe one of the last few times we do discuss their campaigns this season campaign this season they are now out they have they won just four matches out of the 12 uh, they've played they have two more to go and there's nothing like a team that has nothing to lose right and dangerous for bangalore and mumbai who they now play in the remaining matches they would be dangerous because you know i mean as i mentioned this format is so unpredictable and when you look at it the the, the you know the uh the the competitive edge is what they lack otherwise it's not just they don't have talent they've got enough talent they've just not had the competitive edge they've not been able to settle down players like harry brook flattered to deceive mayank agarwal didn't get going even idan markram over when you look at it you know through the sweep of the season uh, he's underperformed there's only classen the bats- batting who's done well mayank markande has done extremely well as a bowler bhubneshwar yes and i think uh, natrajan every now and then but not much from umran malik and some of the others who were expected to be the big guns so but these you know this is a team which could pull off a couple of upsets and certainly neither bangalore nor mumbai want to be upset at this stage of the tournament that is true just one look, uh, last question before i let you go lucknow versus mumbai in lucknow on tuesday night whichever team wins they pretty much have one foot in the door mumbai are at 14 points with uh, having played 12 games lucknow at 13 points after 12 games remember they had that one rained out match against chennai so mumbai you know also they come on the back of two like commanding victories with surya kumar yadav being the star but lucknow also you know they are missing kl rahul but then they had like this new star in prerak mankad in the last game puran also stepping up and you know they will need to continue that form because you know with one week left to go this is when you bring it right this is the time you have to be at your best whichever team it is you know whether it's mumbai or lucknow they can't afford neither team can afford to drop their guard or be a little slack or whatever else mumbai have been in great form especially in the batting Uh, with Sky leading the way, and of course there's Piyush Chawla, who's a formidable bowler this season. But they need runs from Rohit, no doubt about that. Where Lucknow is concerned, missing Rahul, Stoinis, Puran, these are some of the guys. Krunal Pandya, a wealth of all-rounders, and of course Ravi Bishnoi also there. So this is going to be a tough contest. Yes, you mentioned Lucknow have a foot in the door, but the way Mumbai have been a resurgent Mumbai side, they could be just knocking down any door that comes in their way if they find or if they maintain this form. Yep. So let's see which team wins, and we'll of course be back on Tuesday night with the result of that game with Ayaz. Thank you. Thanks, Mandra. Bye bye. That was today's episode of the T20 podcast with Ayaz Memon in association with Lloyd. Khayal jo ghar ko ghar banaye. This is a Quint original podcast, executive produced by Shelly Walia and Ritu Kapoor. This episode was hosted by Menra Dorji Sahani, produced and edited by Pratik Lidhu and Anjali Palod. And a special thanks to our guest Ayaz Memon. Stay tuned for our future episodes on your preferred podcast app. You were listening to the Quinn's podcast.